because I changed my picture and a few of these were commenting going, oh, you look guilty as fucking it. So I was playing along and now. And then Auntie V's uh, message nearly just looking for the gossip going, what's Daniel been up to? And he's obviously <laughs> dodged as to why. And she couldn't think anything. So she thought, oh, he looks guilty in that picture. But it's typical Burnsy because I think was it pre-season? She actually like leaked her transfer story. She did, did I die? Oh, I can't put it. Was it another goal in my bed? Aye. And then right. she said, you can't really like Stenny have signed a player. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it comes from his, his feather, eh? Aye. She's got a 100% record, like. Aye. That's aye. Better than Romano. Aye, she's more reliable than Fabrizio so Romano, basically. Or Neely. Good stuff. <laughs> that's, that's easy. Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law. God, you fucking moron. I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? Ah! You moron. Drop dead. Moron. Whoa. Up here, you morons. Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron. Hey, moron. Auntie V breaking the transfers. We need to get that Twitter. Auntie V's breaking news. Breaking the transfers and taking your body language. Did <laughs> <laughs> was nearly all right on the Sunday. He turned up. Uh, so he turned up two hours later than scheduled. Um, <laughs> so was it you? But he powered through. I uh, powered through. It was fine. Um, he looked Bobby Beetroot like you could yeah. see. Ah, he was definitely uh, fucked when he turned up. But then at the same time. You knew it wasn't normally him because he's always just like, let's get to as many shows as we can, all the free shit and that, and he just couldn't be fucked. We just went to the one show where I'd booked him, just sat in the pubs. The- I always think that, see the one show I went to, Daniel, it was roasting. Like, and I don't know if it's just like that wherever you go, like that, enough, that one thing on its own is enough for me to put me off, eh? Aye, an experienced thing for the fringes. I wear shorts all the time, so like I was out in shorts, even though it wasn't that hot. But like a lot of these, that, things, it just felt like it was a fucking sauna wherever you went. Eh? This the, the actor probably got a big fan, and we're all just fucking yeah. sitting there like stewing. Eh? Aye, we'll need to do uh, more on set the fringe next year. Like do our own wee show. Let's do a panel one day. That's our yeah. aim for the next year. Nah, you said this about two or three years in the trot. I mean, sure, I've always told you to ram it. Oh, but I think now you yeah, can give it a miss if you want. I think me, Hunter, Dubs, and Kyle would do it, and you two can just fuck off if they want to do it. Well, based yes. on the movie selections that we've had for the next two weeks' episodes, maybe it's a wise idea to exclude these two. Beer 52 has some of the most amazing, unique craft beers that you can get. You can enjoy these in such places like your grand spare room whilst watching your favourite musical or out on a spontaneous day of comedy and photographs with your friends at the Fringe Festival. To get your free case of unique craft beers from Beer52, simply go to www.beer52.com forward slash morons. <laughs> they just made the crowd tickle on if they wish. That's topical, eh? That is yeah. very topical. So this week, guys, welcome into another episode of Morons reviewing movies. Um, this week, Moron Craig was selecting his scene pick. Now, it has been very few and far between the movies that he's actually watched, so I'm shocked that we didn't have uh, a shot at glory or there's only one Jimmy Grimble, but for some reason, <laughs> Craig has watched a musical. Bonzi, what movie did we watch this week? Um, I, so I chose Chicago, which 
I think I must have watched loads of times, like more than what I thought I had. Because what's the context of that? Why I need to know. What? So the only I'll need to actually check this out more, but I'm sure what it was is that my when I, when I used to go up to my grandma and granddad's on like a Friday night after school, is they must have had like very few DVDs or whatever. And I must have watched Chicago on a loop because, <laughs> <laughs> because like when I was watching it and you get to the songs and that, I knew all the words and everything. I'm like, as soon as the song started, oh man, what age are you? Just to get my right in the correct mental state for this, what age are you like about this time? A year ago, I put I know, the like, put you old. I don't know, I'm assuming like. Like, I must have been at high school, but I'm assuming, like, 12, 13, 14. I don't really know, to be honest. Just imagine a teenage bird. You wouldn't have been out when you were 12. No, so, you see, whatever age you are now, take away 20, that's what. <laughs> 15, then. Yeah. You were dangerously close to an age that you shouldn't have been sitting there. Fucking hell. It sounds like a form of punishment. It's 100%. That's definitely punishment. I'll need to actually um, confirm this story. In the yeah, but it sounds like actually, you know that Black Mirror episode where um, the punishment for being a pedophile is you're trapped inside a snow globe and you've got to listen to that wizard Christmas song for a thousand years? <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me, watching Chicago in a loop. <laughs> My God. Like, what I want to know is if there was only a small amount of DVDs and you're choosing Chicago, what are the other ones? Oh, it must have been Again, like my memory, I've said to you this before, is like my memory, even for like films that we've watched, you could see a film we've watched and I'm like, no idea what that was about. So I've no chance of what remembering then like that. Um, but I'm sure that's must have where it came from, I think. That, I could have just made this full story up. So I've all need to. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope you have. <laughs> it's a lot of choice, but at the same time, it's like I'd rather watch anything bar like a football film or something like that. I just I couldn't think anything worse than watching that. I don't think I've actually watched that many football films. Like, I don't know if I've even watched that Jimmy Grimble film, for instance, that you've said, Kyle. Like, I don't think I even have. I've watched Bendit Lee Beckham. That that was one of our films my grand, grand and granddad had, actually. Bendit Lee Beckham. I watched that up at the house, too. Mike, Mike Bassett, too. You've watched that. <laughs> Aye, that wasn't my grand and granddad, so... so. Yeah. That's, that must have been the two films that was chosen between, was Chicago and Bendit Lee Beckham. One each alternated week, alternate three weeks. <laughs> Do you know why they've got those two DVDs? They went to the counter at the co-op where they're shopping and those have been the two sitting in the basket. You had the choice of two for <laughs> six or whatever. <laughs> they're the old Matalan DVDs that I, that I used to talk about. Ah, that's it. They're just sitting there at the counter waiting for you. An, an impulse buy of 99 pence. I'm enjoying the fact that his grand and granddad have went and bought them for... Craig will like that. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it was for me, but I've got it's like, so dodgy. But you made you made I've very good use of it. Cousins, so maybe it was for them. But I must I must have definitely been the one who watched it the most. I mean, the thing is, right? I felt self conscious watching this myself at the age thirty five. Like to be like a teenager and sitting watching that yourself, I just think that would be like damaging to you. There's maybe a good reason why you watched it over and over again as a teenager. <laughs> I don't know. Early material. Early wanker. <laughs> And your granny's hoosty, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> in, the house as well, in the house as well, they've got like a they've got like a spare bedroom up the stair and like a TV room up the stair and everything else is down the stair. So I was I was up the TV room up the stair myself. So it was That's quite where you're 
Sorry? That's where you were wanking, up in your... No, tongue. I wasn't, no. We might need to release the actual camera footage here, Burns, to show how red you went at them talking about you wanking in your granny's house. Um, but back to the movie itself. So for those that haven't actually watched this movie, it's Don't two death it. row... Look at you. <laughs> two death row murderesses develop a fierce rivalry when competing for publicity, celebrity and a sleazy lawyer's attention. So Burns... You chose it. You take it away with your thoughts first, please. Um, I'm quite disappointed so far, actually, because I absolutely loved this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going in thinking, like, there might be someone who backs me up here, but I think I'm going to be all by myself when reviewing and giving this a score, to be honest. Um, as I say, it's like I was singing and hum along, humming along to every song, thought it was class for that point of it. Um, I'd say it's the film that I've watched um, where I've enjoyed the the music the most as well out of all the films that we've watched too. Um, yeah, um, what else? It's like, it was quite fast-paced. I thought it was quite funny at certain stages. I liked how it sort of broke up the, the film with the the music and obviously it goes off into various various points where Richard I didn't I think Richard Gere was as good as what he was in Pretty Women. Um I thought he was the only I thought Rennie Zellweger and um Catherine Zeta Jones, I thought they were both class. But Richard Gere, I don't know if it's because I've seen films where he is really good or whether he just wasn't as I don't know if you'll probably come on to this in the trivia later, but if there was someone else that could have been put in his position as that character, I think it would have worked a bit better. I was just going to say, Bunsy, um, I actually agree with you on the actors, uh, especially Rennie Zellweger. I thought she was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly because, obviously, the, the plot, um, it kind of requires her to play like kind of two different parts a wee bit because she's kind of lying about who she is yeah. and what she's uh-huh. done. And stuff. So that's kind of... You, that's and that's good acting in itself, you know what I mean? You've got to do those two different cars, whereas everybody else kind of just plays... This, that one role and that's it. I wanted to say as well, you, you mentioned about the, you kind of alluded to it about that they broke up the, the songs with the plot, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, the, these films are just no math thing at all, but I think what they do is like that they intersperse most of the songs in it anyway with like plot as well. So it's no like it's literally just like I watched, like, so obviously this is a musical, right? I watched uh, Hamilton with Leslie. And it's literally just somebody's filmed the musical. And I was right. like, I would actually like blow my head off if I had to sit and watch that for like two, three hours. Just yeah. literally just song after song after song. Wee bits of dialogue like squeezed in between, but mainly just like singing. I just that that is just blows my mind how folk can sit and watch that. You better hope Kyle doesn't get his way then. I tried to get that movie in as one of the movies for us to watch before and was a... Uh, it's not a movie, that's the thing. Exactly. That's a stage. It's not what IMDb says. If we're getting that, we get like ACDC live by fucking Wembley. Do you exactly. mean like it's the same thing? No. I mean, by I way, just wanted to pick it, but I'll be fucking shitting all over it. <laughs> I just wanted to come in and ask a question about the René Zellweger character. Um... Because the whole co- the whole film is obviously based around her shooting her lover, right? Mm-hmm. And she shoots him because he basically lies to her and uses her. Yeah. But my question is, who's the bigger con artist here, her or him? 
because oh, she's only sleeping with him to get into what she thinks is Hollywood. Further her career, basically. Yeah. That's, that's yeah she just wants to be famous. Aye, I don't think that's very cryptic, Kyle. I think it's very clear that she... No, no, it's not, it's not cryptic within the movie itself, but when I seen that, I thought, you know he's a dick because he's led her down the garden path and he's not got the contacts that he's made out he is. But then, so he's used her, but she's also spent the whole time using him, but she's got angry because he's used her, although she's using him. So basically, she's got played that around game, and she's no ah, happy with it. Aye, and that's what aye. it made me laugh because I thought, Joe, you know you're 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 just as bad as him in this scenario, but you've killed him for his part of it. Do you not think he knew that she was using him though? Anyway, aye, it was very clear. You've not really got a lot of chance to maybe. know what his kind of game plan is. Eh, the dominant West character, like he, he just kind of pumps her, and then. Like, as soon as they're finished, they just kind of be arsed with her. And then the next minute, he's fucking got two bullets in him, basically, and he's lying on the ground. So he didn't really... I wanted to comment on him, actually. Obviously, he's in The Wire. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, like, the main character. Right. Um, and he's, he's in a programme called The Affair as well. Oh. And it plays he's, a, he's British, but he plays Americans in all those shows. And he's, like, a sex-crazed, like, maniac as well. And he was kind of the same character in this as well. I just thought it was quite funny. I thought he was actually, although it was really the only small part, like I hadn't written this down, I thought he actually, he, you could tell it wasn't someone who was just like a non, like somebody who was in really minor parts or whatever, you could tell he had something about him. I don't know if this was like early on in his career or whatever. Or no, if he was better, better be good at that part because it's the only fucking part he plays, basically. <laughs> that <and> Prince Charles, <laughs> basically. But I thought he was pretty decent, even though it was it was a really... Yeah, he's brilliant. He's a, he's on a, that note... Dubs, uh, there's another sex crazy maniac that he's played as well. But Charles, there. I know, I was <laughs> going to say that there. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bunsy, just to, just to back you up here, um, maybe be the sole and only person that's going to back you up here, but I really enjoyed it. Oh, lovely. I didn't expect another person to actually have the same opinion as me. No, I did. I thought, do you know what? Between the two movies that we've watched all, that we're going to review this week and next week, this is fucking leaps and bounds the best out of the two. <laughs> Steady. Like, you're making quite a point on that by that's about four or five times that you've mentioned about this this other film. I don't know what what your game plan is here. I'm not worried at all, but he's he's definitely getting called out next week. He's getting called out hard. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, I think it's time to go back to that WhatsApp and start digging up dirt again. (laughs) Well, maybe I've already done that. But no, I, I, I quite enjoyed it. Like Burnsy said, it was quite fast-paced. It was quite entertaining. I quite liked the musical side of it as well. I thought the story was quite interesting. I quite liked the the jump between who was the flavour of the month for the for Richard Gere's character yeah. to have in the spotlight. It was quite a straightforward story. It's not like a mind-blowing one or anything like that at all. But yeah, I found, myself, I found myself quite happy watching it bobbing along. Like Burnsy was saying, the songs were quite entertaining and engaging as well. Um, Renny Zellberger and Catherine Zeta-Jones were excellent. The 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 kind of I don't know what they called it again. It was like the the jailhouse rock scene or something like where they had all the different he women coming in. It was called the song. The what sorry? He had it coming. You're talking about. Yeah, that's that's it. It's, it's <laughs> talking about all the women how they murdered their partners basically. I thought that, that was brilliant. that was the best one in it. Aye, definitely. That that's that whole scene was brilliant and they're very pro- provocative as well, which I fairly enjoyed. It was a. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm more than happy with this movie, Bunsy. Great selection. 
I was just going to add as well as like my two favourite pieces of the music were probably the. Oh. <laughs> 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 you know, you need to add in that bit at the end. No, I wasn't even going to take That's this hilarious. one actually. I could, um, as I think these are the. Two That's ones. the title of the episode. My two that? favourite pieces. <laughs> I haven't even clicked on I said that. <laughs> That's why it's funny. <laughs> I figured all the music before. I think this is because, like, for me, as I said before, as soon as the song started, I could remember all the words. It's like that, all that jazz and the razzle dazzle one where he's in the courtroom. I thought that was really well done as well. And I think um, if there, like you said, Dubs, if there was, they just went off and did did like a scene with the music and that that wasn't even related, I'd be like, what on earth is going on here? But because it actually added to the story, it made it more, it made, not that you could switch off, but in terms it was, because it was more like hearted and like more amusing, instead of it being just all about the storyline, it's not obviously like a really serious storyline, you can tell it is a bit like hearted, even though it's about people just going about and killing their partners or whatever, it doesn't ever get into depths of seriousness or whatever too. Um, but I would say this is probably one of the most enjoyable films that I've watched since we've been doing our podcast. Like that's how, how much I enjoyed it. I was going well, to say about your uh, points about how it's like the plot and stuff, it's just really about like, murder. I think that's one thing that's a big like flaw of the movie, the fact that they just kind of downplay how many like murders are taking place and that really they're all doing it for like to further their careers. Like mm-hmm. I think that one thing that really pits me off about the film and the way that it ends really where they're like on stage with like the Tommy guns and that. I know it's Chicago, so they're obviously they're referencing Al Capone with that, but I just didn't really like that at all. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> Daniel, you've not really said much. Uh, I, took, I, was good, I was trying to take notes for this one, right? so I took three notes, uh, so I didn't need to look at them so I can remember them. So it's been interesting listening to what everyone's had to say. I've, I've very much enjoyed it. It's not gone the way I expected, but it's been interesting. Um, was that one of the notes, or was Same. that something that you just I've got my first note was, I did have a favourite song, which was Dilemma by Nelly and Kelly Rowland, which came on during one of the adverts that I had to endure. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, is a fire, so, like. <laughs> so I've got 30 seconds of Dilemma, which was fucking excellent. Take me away for this fucking garbage. Um, well, that gives I it a also, score, though. Puts up a wee bit if you got to listen to that, if you were that delighted with it. Sure, it gives it a point five. Yeah, it, it gave me a little break away for the torture that was going on, like, having to watch it. <laughs> um, no, no, but in, in all seriousness, though, like, I did have a, a favourite courtroom scene. So when I went to the courtroom bit, I obviously, like, picked up a wee bit. Uh, and that was the Judge Judy advert that came on about three quarters <laughs> of the way through. <laughs> She's changed her name, hasn't she? Uh, aye, she's now, I don't know, something else. Judy Justice. Judy Justice. That sounds now. like a wrestler. Uh, <laughs> yes. Sid Justice's daughter. Aye. <laughs> um, Judy Justice. Those were my two advert jokes I had. But uh, about the actual film, like, I really didn't enjoy this, man. Um, it was a real struggle for me. Like, I don't really mind. See, I, I can deal with a musical. You were saying, Dubs, about the worst time being sitting watching it. I've actually been to see a few musicals that are all right. I've been, I even went to see Back to the Future musical no long ago, and it was fine. I actually don't, I would actually much prefer to actually watch the book there. But see, watching a movie that's sort of a wee bit like a musical and a wee bit like a film, 
it's just like the worst thing ever for me. Like it's just fucking. I know that we were we were talking about Hamilton. I think that, like that's the thing. If I was to go and see it, I, I would yeah. probably enjoy it more. Watching a movie of that is just yeah. It's like you're taking away the most impressive thing of it because you're not really seeing the choreography, what's actually went yeah. in yet to put that yeah. together. That's the most incredible thing about these things. And if you're going to sit and watch it on a fucking thirty-two inch telly, like that is just fucking. That's the worst way to do that. You know what I mean? Aye. You, that's spot on. Exactly what you said is exactly how I feel about this. Like, it's just a fucking waste of time for me. The like, thing about this movie is like the reason I didn't hate it, totally hate it, is because there is a movie there. Like Leslie mm-hmm. told me there's like there's about eighty percent singing in it or something like that. I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this. It was nowhere near that. Like it, it oh. did just have just about enough movie in it that it was mm-hmm. palatable. Eh? It was it was difficult. Like it, I found I find it really insincere. Like to see the point you made earlier on about like they're making a joke almost about the topic. Right, the bit that that really hit home for me is they managed to make me not care about a woman being hung. Ah, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, to give a fuck because yeah. nothing mattered in this film. Yeah, Daniel, I'm assuming based on your score. Citizen Kane, that you're probably going to give us what a four and a half, four points of advice. Brace yourselves for the score. Uh, I genuinely thought we might have been on the verge of like catastrophe the night on like a Zulu Dawn scenario. That's what I was thinking wow. coming in. I was just going to say, is like, I think you're obviously saying how they make like a joke about the mud, like people being murdered and the hanging and stuff like that, but for me, that didn't. That didn't bother me because they were. Because it shouldn't bother me either. It's a work of fiction. Do you know what I mean? It's just the fact that I thought the way the film was going to end was that, like for example, we've not even really mentioned the husband, right? Who's uh, John C. Riley. He's fucking brilliant in it as well, right? And Mm -hmm. like I thought maybe he was going to kind of get his own back on his wife or something like that. Like just that's kind of the way my mind works. But it just she just kind of ends it with him. It's like. The most sympathetic character in it, he doesn't even really get any payoff. It's just that that bit was shitey. I just thought because it made it that obvious that it was obviously meant to be, it wasn't meant to be something that was taken as a really serious film. So that's why I just didn't really, I don't really get why you'd, why that would be a a downside to the film. I just don't see why you'd feel that way. The reason I see it as a downside, I just see it as really bad storytelling. Uh, It's like, like Dub says, like the characters didn't, go anywhere like Aye. nobody actually develops or changes at any point like she like she's the exact same at the end as she is at the start right the, Just, the entire crux of the film is basically like are they two going to end up performing together and it's like mm-hmm. they don't even really get on at any point yet that they, they end up performing together and the justification for it is oh well that's what happens in show business it's like well we all fucking know that like mm-hmm. is this really what the message of this film is and that's what they do progress, though, because they end up on stage together. So they have progressed the characters. No, but they openly say oh, that they don't right. like each other. Right. Like that's all business. So that's not like what I mean, Craig. I don't mean like they've moved to a different place, as he, as in like they were once apart and now they're on a stage together. I mean like the actual characters themselves at the start are just manipulating folk to try and be famous. Mm-hmm. By then, still just manipulating folk to try and be famous. And in between, they're manipulating folk to try and be famous. And then there's a couple of scenes in between those ones. Where they're still manipulating folk to try and be famous, and that's all that happens for two and a half hours with some shitty songs. <laughs> can we can we appreciate though the 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 di- the scene when the diary comes into it? I thought that was quality. Nah, it didn't really land for me that bit. Oh, but... I liked it. 
I, I thought it was a good wee twist to it, the fact that because I was sold on the fact that this was the other lawyer that would go in yeah. and Jones to do it, and then there was a wee twist. I added more to it for me, but I've got a very simple brain, and I was in a good mood. And I was, this just I wasn't really surprised me. by that. Like that's what again, that's what lawyers do. Like that, that's not a leap of imagination either. That is what they fucking do, lawyers. They're only really part in evidence. That's what it is. Yeah. What well, one thing what I was going to say was like I think the the idea of that like saying oh I basically if you kill somebody and as long as you get found innocent it's going to be good for your career. I think that in itself is quite comedic right but it's the fact that they just all that was all they had that that that's what really bothered me about it the most and they just kept do, using that same sort of gag all the way through it and then it just fucking ends with them cutting about with tommy guns on stage like that that just that that was that was what what it done for me yeah and ultimately oj simpson's shown how unrealistic that is because <laughs> his career's doing well eh? yeah exactly mm-hmm. i know Sean, we've not heard much from you on the Chicago, and it doesn't seem like we're going to hear much from you when 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 you start talking about it. But let us know your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, no, I really similar. To, well, exactly the same as Daniel. I hated this. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I watched it today after my work. Uh, I purposely kind of left this one as, as late as possible, just because I like. It's no more kind of seen musicals, really. But there's a couple of musicals that, that I like. Uh, but I, I just... Uh, this Dub said that he felt there was enough dialogue in the film. That it, you said it was going to be like 80% songs, you thought. I felt no, the opposite. No, Leslie told me that, that and then I was like... I, All was, right, okay. I was totally dreading it. And so I see whenever there was a song... The film, what, my, what I was saying was... Like, and the songs, a lot of the songs, it wasn't just this, this is the start of a song and then five minutes later it ends. They mm-hmm. weren't kind of doing bits of plot in the songs to yeah. keep mm-hmm. somebody like me, who doesn't like musicals, and interested, to a point, anyway. I wasn't interested. Anything that was a song came on, I just switched off. Uh, I, I, it, 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 it felt pure pantomime to me, just the whole film. It felt like I was sitting watching a shite Christmas pantomime. Like fucking, see the ones you get at Christmas, like Jack and the Beanstalk, starring Grado and fucking the boy for ever sitting. <laughs> <laughs> this just felt all. It never felt like a film at all. I've never seen Hamilton, as you've kind of touched on before. Obviously, we had a discussion in, uh, a year ago now when Kyle wanted to pick it, but like, I I couldn't imagine sitting through anything like this again. This just feels like you're watching, as you said, something on stage that's on a telly. But it just feels really pantomime and really like almost slapstick at times. I, I just I, I couldn't concentrate on it at all. I genuinely did want to turn it off about half an hour into the film. Uh, I did now. I sat and watched it all. But I, I genuinely fucking hated this. And as Daniel said, I was also expecting a, a total like zero across the board apart from Burnsy. I thought that everybody would hate this. I didn't anticipate that you, that you would like it, Kyle, although I'm, I'm not surprised your tasting film is pretty shit. <laughs> but I, 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 this is, I'm, just, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so relieved that it was done. Uh, I, I hated every minute of this. Every <laughs> single minute. And obviously I'll never ever watch it again. Uh, musicals that I do, I, I like Grease. I would have happily sat and watched Grease. Uh, there's another one uh, starring... It's quite a recent musical. Who the fuck's in it again? Russell Brand's in it. I can't remember the name yet. But I like that one. 
Uh, actually, I mean, the name of it, check that. Sunshine Leafs is a good one. I've never seen Sunshine Leafs. Very good one. But, uh, aye, no, this was, I absolutely hated this. Well, let's see if we can get another uh, person backing us up here, Craig. Let's go to, well, let's go to Hunter. And uh, he's not had much to say. And I'm not sure quite what camp he's in, Burnsy. Let's see if he comes with us. Um, it's, a, it's a hard no, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close to I probably I don't think I'm going to be as harsh as Daniel and Sean, but it's definitely I did feel like I have put a shift in having to watch this kind of similar to what like there's no my cup of tea musicals like in general. Just, there were a couple like as kind of dubs as alluded to, there was enough of a film in there to keep it motoring along, but I mean the, the idea if there was any more songs in this it's that would have been mental and physical torture. The fact, but those old old senses would have been offended. <laughs> I tasted the shite that that was coming for that screen at one point too. <laughs> so bad it even tasted like shite. <laughs> <laughs> Burnsy, Burnsy, they, these boys with no imagination, eh? I'm just quite happy, it's like because I came in thinking. I hope they don't change my mind about the film, and none of them made any valid points, so I'm standing strong. <laughs> I've just checked, any- right? And there was 18 songs in the film. That's well, it's, it's what, like an hour 50 minutes. It's That's a like an average. I, like, I know, but I mean, it's a, I, just, I just feel like it was just constant singing. It's like a song every five minutes. Yeah. That's a musical. Nice. I know, oh, but, but, but to back Sean up, like I'm going to back Sean up here. Like there are musical films. Like he's mentioned Greece, right? The reason Greece is good is there's like either some songs, but there's a lot more. It's a movie with songs in it. If mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, like, it's it's like kind of like Disney yeah. films in that tear the same. The films yeah. with songs in them. Brilliant. This, Aye, they are. This, I love them. They should have just remained on the stage. Yes, I'm sure it's an amazing live experience, and I'm sure. The people that do it on Broadway are super talented and it's a great thing to go and see. But, like I've, you said... I've never really looked at the reviews of the movie. I don't know how the movie, like, fared. Best Picture? Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> see, when you were, like, younger and, like, you would go to, like, the like a Blockbuster or a, the movie shop in Stanish Muir like, to rent a film at the weekend. So you've got a wide-open choice of films. Hunters of films, different kinds of films. Would you choose like a like a, a video copy of a fucking Cinderella live at the Dobie Hall to take back <laughs> and watch at the weekend? Like this is this is just this just felt like that for me. Just it never felt serious at any point. And I know like, whatever, but it's not meant to be though. I don't think it's a film about murder. It should be serious. To me, like the clue didn't want it to be serious, though. Like that's the point. I don't think they, I don't think they went in for right. We're going to make a really serious film about murder and just pull out the songs and tell them folk they can just go about shooting folk that cheat on them and they'll end up on the stage. No, so I think <laughs> see if you were to go and watch Chicago the Musical right in a live audience, see the bit where that woman gets hung. Mm-hmm. I would bet everyone gasps. Like, maybe maybe that's what we should do. We should all go and watch Chicago the Musical and see if you change Aye. your mind. I'm sure I would love the musical, right? But to say that it's not, you're, I feel like we're missing, like, it still needs to be something, right? Otherwise, what's the point in showing a woman being hung if you're not meant to feel something when you watch it? That's the whole point in a film, right? Right. 
So aye, so I this didn't I'll do that. I, just, I didn't I didn't really enjoy that bit either. I didn't think it landed at all. They tried to make it like it was like a circus act and it was like a vanishing act. And it was aye. like nah. Like, it just it didn't land for me like. Just to go back to the Oscar Best Picture winner, it um it was in a category against I was going movie. to ask you who were the nominees. Mm-hmm. So the nominees were a movie called The Hours. Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman's uh, in that. No idea. Uh, the Pianist. Well, yeah. a pedophile made that, so I'm glad I didn't win. Polanski. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, 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 uh, Gangs in New York was the next one. Overrated that. Um, I wasn't a fan of that either, to be honest. And the last one was The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. I, I'm not a fan of that movie either. That's my favourite out of the trilogy. No, that's my worst by far. I think on the Lord of the Rings, the first one's not got enough battles and shit. The third one's got too many battles and shit. The middle's got the perfect amount of battles and dialogue. That's I why hate I like battles and shit. That's why we didn't like the same films, basically. And Daniel? I like too much battles either. I like a wee bit. In, cause the, the, third one's the first Lord of the Rings film is a fucking masterpiece. Like It's one of the best films ever. It's awesome. You should definitely get getting that on the on the film list soon. Daniel, just one last thing. Have you done anything? No. Hobbit. Just a Hobbit. Uh, that was dreadful. I think I gave that a zero. Absolute horse shit. Uh, that uh, never went well the same all. year that the Oscars, the same year that the Oscars were, the uh, best animated feature film was the criminally low rated by the moron Spirited Away. Oh, that's so good. Such a good film. <laughs> Does yeah, anyone you should want watch to share Hobbit, actually, Dubs. Sorry, you should watch it with your daughter. Uh, Spelling the way. Spelling. Right. I'll put that on the list. Like, eh? I think we were talking about it earlier. She wants to watch uh, Jurassic Park because when she was Aye. like really wee, obviously we could only get to the bit with the T Rex, and then she just wanted it put off. Eh? Yeah. I'm talking like she's when she's like three years old. She should have been watching it. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, let's just fucking watch it and see how you get on. Whatever, and basically. Aye, that would be classic. I love that. Jurassic Park. Way, I, I, I'm always on the hunt for like inspiration, so I'll, I'll make a note of that. Oh, and we 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 must take a point here to give a shout out to uh, Biff's reviewing movies. Uh, I do quite enjoy the Biff's reviewing movies updates in the podcast. So well done, Robin. Does anyone want to share any more thoughts on Chicago? We've uh, blasted through this very very quickly. It seems a uh, very polarizing responses so far. Don't all shout in at once, guys. No, I'm just, all good. I, I've said all I need to say on this one. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I do want to say John C. Riley was good. That's what's yeah. going to away yeah. from the, I said this. that as well. I, I, like, I, I could never imagine him doing like, a singing bit either. Yeah, like, he was really good. His song was really good, I thought. In fact, does he know doing any singing in Wreck-It Ralph and Wreck-It Ralph 2? <laughs> Maybe. I never got that far in Wreck-It Ralph too because I realised I was watching the wrong film so I did turn it off. The only thing I would say is like I obviously because I'd watched this numerous times is I don't know whether I would have enjoyed it as much on first viewing as all you so I don't know if maybe it helps because I'm watching it and thinking oh here's that song I know that song or I know bits of the film like when you said Kel about the the courtroom bit and you said how you love the twist as although I knew that was coming as I thought it was still good as well but I know none of you are going to watch it again, apart from Kel, so it's not obviously going to land in terms of watching it two or three times or whatever. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it as much as what I did as well. There are a few things in life that you must check. 
You must check your wages are in the bank at the end of the month. You must check one of your friends hasn't made an illegal transfer in your fantasy league. And you must also check... Jubilex! Cojones Scotland have the website for you to learn how to do just that. Head over to cojonesscotland.org for your self-help guide on how to check your bollocks. You go to watch it in your bed at 2 o'clock in the morning tonight? <laughs> Maybe the morning night. Remember the one. So you can see his two favourite pieces. <laughs> Rizzle, jizzle. Bit, bit nostalgia back to those nights spent in his granny's spare room. <laughs> Hunter, do you have much trivia for this Oscar winning movie? I do, yes. So firstly, the role of Billy Flynn was offered to John Travolta several times before eventually going to Richard Gere. This is the fourth movie that Travolta has turned down that Gear has accepted, the others being American Gigolo, Days of Heaven, and An Officer and a Gentleman. Travolta has said that he deeply regrets declining the part. Um, a long battle between the agents of René Zellweger and Catherine Zeta-Jones over billing on the movie poster. In the end, they were diagonal billed, which was settled upon. So depending on what way you read the poster, one of them was top of the bill. Fuck me, man. Just, just when you mentioned um, that, is I think Dubs. I don't. I meant actually say arrows. Like Dubs made a really good point in terms of Renny Zellweger, how she can play the two sides. Like she comes across as this innocent person, and then changes in mm-hmm. terms of this person. I thought she was way. I thought she was miles in front of Catherine Zeta Jones. Like yeah, Renny Zellweger and the, and the husband were the two best folk in the movie. Uh-huh. Well, Richard Gere was shite. And yeah. I'll tell you this right now, I've actually got this in my notes. I'm sure his first song, his voice is completely dubbed. It's no actually, it's maybe as him singing, but it's completely dubbed or what he's like in the mouth movements, because it just, it's completely out of place. Is that the end where he's tap dancing too? No, it's when he's got like the kind of raggy clay zone, and then you see him in real life and he's got like the big suit on and that, and oh, he's, like, he's saying how he's not really interested in money when he clearly oh, is. Like, it, it just, that was fucking rancid, that bit. I've never liked him as an actor. He always gives oh, me the creep. And, and was there no oh. thing about him putting ferrets up his arse too or something like that as well? Hamsters. <laughs> Hamsters. No. All right. Uh, Eminem mentions it. Go over the top, eh? Eminem mentions it in a song, doesn't he? I think so, aye. Right. We, we've discussed it before. Like, I think, I'm sure we discussed it way back in the podcast, but I'm just, like, wondering how he got them in there. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was one of the episode names as well. I'm sure that's what we went with one week. Uh, I, I, so the first act of animal cruelty is committed when he lubs up the hamster. First, never mind, shoves it up his arse after. Oh, oh did, like did he, he must have still been in the ball. Like, <laughs> maybe in the ball. Maybe he just maybe he just puts the hamster inside a condom and puts that up his arse. And what is it? Is it just Fucking like they just like the rummaging? Or I don't know. <laughs> What's the appeal? I mean, what is he? Is he? Is he? Don't hamster tweets up there first and then letting it run wild. Aye, and you're kind of like it's it's a bit like putting a phone up there. Like you're waiting on somebody phoning you before. <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> you could could just get in there and like this is fucking great. Like I'm roasting. Like I'm just going to stay here forever. Will it be FaceTime? Let's keep going with the trivia. Let's get away from Richard right. Gere's asshole. So the the five grand fee. Uh, that Billy Flynn charged Roxy Hart was worth, I don't know what year this batter I came from, but whatever year it was, it was inflation and took that to 61 and a half grand in today's money. 
Does anybody actually know when the films meant, meant, or the musicals meant to be set, though? I was going to say that because um, I don't even know how many I've watched Boardwalk Empire, but there's quite a few like ref- no references to Boardwalk, but uh, there's a few things that are similar in it. Aye. Obviously, there's quite a lot of Boardwalk that's set in Chicago. Um, there's uh, obviously there's a men- there's mentioning like bootlegging as well, and obviously the kind of musical numbers. There's loads of them in Boardwalk, and there's actually a club called the Onyx Club as well. Which uh, the, the, obviously the first club when they're performing Catherine Zeta Jones, that's what the club's called. Nice. So that was quite weird, eh? That's, that's a funny. Really. You were like a Boardwalk Empire savant, and you just picked up all these wee things watching this. I and I haven't even really watched it that many times, but right away <laughs> I was like, "There's fucking loads of similarities." And they mention Al Capone; he's a character in yeah. it as well. That puts your score up to at least a three and a half now, Dubs. <laughs> no, never. Yeah. On that. In 2005, this movie was named as one of the 20 most overrated movies of all time by Premier Magazine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was nominated for 12 Oscars. It won six, and as we've mentioned before, Best Picture was won. Best Supporting Actress to Catherine Zeta-Jones. Costume design, film editing, sound mixing, and production design. It's also John C. Reilly's only Oscar nomination to date. I knew he was nominated and that was fully deserved, like, but Catherine Zeta Jones, get the fuck. Like, that is I just, we ju- they just wanted Michael Douglas and her to be at the Oscars. That's, yeah. that's the only reason uh, for the award. Next. And final one, gone full circle back to our pre pod discussion about Brookside. Uh, Michael Jackson was considered at one point for the role of Billy Flynn, as oh, he was wow. director Rob Marshall's original choice for the role. However, Harvey Weinstein objected because he thought he would upstage Catherine Zeta-Jones and Rennie Zellweger. I was going to say about Michael Jackson, sorry Kyle, I know you're wanting to come in, but the hamster budget would have went through the roof if Michael Jackson was <laughs> in the movie. Like. I'm going to direct us away from sex offenders and paedophiles and go back to the comment made about the 20 most overrated movies of all time uh, based on the Premier Magazine. So Chicago was second any guesses on what was number one? The most overrated movie of all time. Yeah, I've only got the top three here, by the way, guys. So don't be blasting. Citizen Kane. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Crash. That one that won the Oscars. Crash. Nah. Nope. I've not so, seen that, Daniel. Is it terrible? Like terrible. One of the worst films ever. It's really no age well either. Like in the modern world. Nothing about that film. Absolutely nothing about it. Nah, just tell us, Kyle. Forrest Gump. Fuck off. That's <laughs> a fucking great movie. Aye. Get, get that in the bin. That's like Shawshank or... Like, you just, you can't possibly know like that movie. So that's, told, that's magazines all the rubbish. This is definitely not overrated. So <laughs> there you go. Take that. It's uh, a movie... I'm the movie that's in third place was American Beauty. Where was No Country for Old Men? Well, that that's a, American Beauty is a great movie as well. Have you seen that? Yeah. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have seen it. I, it's not been on this though. No, oh, it's a fucking great movie. I'd love to hear Bunsy talk about it. I don't think anybody it. would dislike that. That would be a close one. would like it. There's a love triangle. It's enough to keep Bunsy interested in it. There's two pieces in that day. Oh, yeah. There's a love triangle in this one. That's what That was good as well, wasn't it? And, and a pregnancy. Was I? Gives you everything. Yeah. Right, let's get to the scoring then. This will be interesting. Burns, I think we should do the right thing. Come to you first. Five. 
let's just leave a little bit of silence there. <laughs> You're at it. He no. gave Space Odyssey 0.25. So I, I just want to say that. I came in with that and I was thinking, you might bring me down, but I'm happy. Five. A 0.25. A 0.25 to Space Odyssey and a five to a film you used to wank over at your grand's house. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> me. Uh, Sean, we'll come to you for the next score. Uh, zero. <laughs> we now officially have the biggest variance, I think, in two in two scores given to the one movie ever. And there's going to be zero coming, is there not? Aye. Hunter? One. <laughs> I'm going to come in higher. here. I'm going to come in here with a 3.5. Dubs? Um, aye. I think as these type of movies go, I didn't think it was terrible. Um, some of the acting was good in it and stuff. I think it was really well made. But obviously they probably had one of the biggest budgets ever for a movie like this. But I've discussed the ending and all that. So I'm going to give it a 2.25. 2.25 is good. Daniel? Uh, so it gets one mark up for the adverts that I enjoyed. Uh, one mark <laughs> And another markup for John C. Riley's performance, so a zero point five. <laughs> I feel like, like, but the point for the advert should go to Freebie as a streaming platform, not to the. Yeah. You need all the help they can get. <laughs> I know. So they're, they're very, very lucky. I got that little bit of dilemma in there. Otherwise, it was a zero point two five. <laughs> Bonzi, what does that do to the overall scoring? A two point zero four. I de- I'm definitely wanting that checked because he'll fucking he's adding points onto that, right? I'm no Daniel. I didn't cheat all the time, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's forgot to add the zero. <laughs> I, sorry, but just uh, I lost it. A two point zero four. A two point zero four. Let's get a quick look to see what movies that goes in line with. Uh, a two point zero four puts this movie. Directly in between Zodiac and a combination of movies, which is 300, JFK, The Crow, and Us. <laughs> this being level with JFK is just that's scandalous. These are, are you some... pro JFK movie dubs? I, I, I don't know who picked that when you reviewed it. Who was I think it? It was me. I, I mentioned it to somebody. Aye, aye, you mentioned, mentioned in the yes. chat before we watched it, aye. Oh. But, uh, Daniel was there, fan. Nah, that's no surprise there. It's just not a good film. Like, I like the subject matter than that, but it's just not a good film. Rubbish. Well, that does bring us to the end of this episode of Chicago. Uh, Burnsy, how do you feel after the scores come in? I was kind of as expected, maybe a wee bit disappointed, but... You thought it was going to be higher? I think you've been lucky, like. No, well, I thought, I didn't, it was more, I didn't think probably Kyle giving it a three and a half was big, like, higher than what I thought, but I didn't think it would get as low scoring from, like, Sean Hunt and Daniel, because we've watched, we have watched some absolute shite, and this is no anywhere near some of the stuff we've had to watch. I think, I think you've got a vendetta against my picks, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I like your picks, usually. Usually, because... <laughs> you recently went through a phase of just doing unseen and unseen, and that was quite good. You should go yeah. back to that. Uh, <laughs> please do. 
Oh, what a confidence that was. <laughs> if my unseen picks are as bad as what Sean's are, then you would you wouldn't have the same opinion. So. You, 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 you really don't need to go a defensive because somebody didn't like like your childhood film. It is what it is. We've all got different tastes. It wasn't a child. <laughs> <laughs> a teenager. You've played drinking and all that at this point as well. <laughs> Almost certainly. Almost certainly. Hey guys, that does bring us to the end though, and as Morans do, bid you farewell. Bye. This is always the most awkward, but... Okay. <laughs> Sorry I don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try. What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun! You fucking moron! I stop like Batman. Because he is Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron? Ah! You moron. Drop dead. Moron. Whoa! Stepping morons like yourself. Be down, you moron! A hey, moron! Bid you farewell and good luck, morons. Bye.